Australian Open gets underway this morning. You can watch it live on Free to Air on Channel 9 or if you're into streaming, you can watch it on stand. Someone you can see on both is Nick McArdle. He joins us now. Nick, good morning. Gentlemen, good morning. Yeah, it's, uh, it's finally here. It's been like waiting for Christmas and um, Sanders coming down the chimney. It's great. Oh, well, you must have... Uh, yeah, I know you've been very busy, but you've got two huge weeks ahead for you, haven't you? Yeah, no, it's it's uh, it's pretty big. I'll, I'll be doing um, nights on on gym, and uh, you know we we sort of share things for the first week and a bit with uh, with the main channel on nine, and of course, as you said, you can see everything on on stand, every ball of the tournament, every court. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a great setup. I mean, for for tennis lovers, the next couple of weeks is is like heaven. You know, you, you sit back and you start at 11 o'clock in the morning and who knows what time you finish. Sometimes it could be, you know, 3 o'clock the next morning. It's, uh, it's a hell of a couple of weeks. Definitely. And uh, the weather report I've been reading out for most of the morning is telling me mostly sunny at the top of 29. Sounds perfect. How are conditions this morning in Melbourne from someone on the ground? Yeah, not bad. It's, it's, it's overcast, so the, the players won't mind that at all. And as you say, it's not too hot yet. <laughs> it's, yeah. Um, yeah, at some stage during the, the two weeks, it will be stinking hot. We have had a couple of days of uh, stinking hot weather already in, in Melbourne. So, um, yeah, that, that'll that be testing for the players. Um, but they've all been here long enough. You know, they, they get here, whether it be the United Cup or the Adelaide International or, you know, the Keyon Classic last week. They get here, they acclimatise. Um, they have their own routines that they think, you know, prepare them the best. And uh, and they'll be raring to go. I saw um, Rafa yesterday was was uh, hitting up, and he he did a session where he looked like he'd run a marathon. He was you know, in classic Nadal fashion, was just soaked to the skin, just working hard like like a bull in in the court. It was uh, it was unbelievable to see. So they've all uh, put the finishing touches on, and and hopefully they're ready to go as well. Nick, we always see withdrawals before any Grand Slam tennis event and I know it catches the headlines but once we get play underway that's forgotten about who's not here we just work toward the eventual winner and whoever are crowned Aussie Open champions in a fortnight time they are worthy winners so there's a hell of a lot to look forward to no matter who isn't here yeah I've read a couple of those articles this morning um you know the the big names missing I mean to an extent that's rubbish you know you, you talk about Serena not being here well well, no, she's not because she retired. And yeah. Roger Federer was never going to play forever. You know, they're they're both was, over 40. Yeah. That's right. At some stage, there was going to be an Australian Open that Roger Federer wasn't here. It's, you know, he's not going to turn up in a wheelchair at 80 years old. So, um, you know, the, the best players uh, are here. Yes, we've lost Alcaraz. That's a bit of a shame. I was personally looking forward to seeing him um, in action. Uh, Paolo Badosa has pulled out, um, and Isla Tomlanovic, which was, you know, devastating for her because I think given a couple of uh, Wimbledon quarterfinals over the last couple of years and at the US last year, she could have gone deep in her home grand slam. But, you know, let's concentrate on the players who are here. Novak's back, which is massive. And, you know, even though he's the fourth seed, he is going to be hard to, to beat. So, you know, arguably the best tennis player uh, the game has seen, um, you know, and he's in that conversation with Nadal, who's also here. You know, it's uh, Andy Murray is here, if you want to talk about the veterans. Um, but then you talk about, you know, Rublev and, 
and Sinner and Felix Auger Ali Asim and and of course Nick Kyrgios. You know, so so you've got this next generation of player um, coming through, and as you say, there will be you know the next chapter will be written in a couple of weeks' time. And wouldn't it be good to see a, a generational change and see one of these? I was going to say kids. They're not kids clearly, but you know, one of these new names come through, put their name on the trophy, and then we can talk about them being a, a potential great. You know, we, we've been in this era where, you know, it's probably the, the most amazing era in terms of talent that we've ever seen. But there's always another talent coming off the production line and, uh, and who will be the champion in a couple of weeks' time. We we'll, can't wait to find out. That, that story is part of what we look forward to every year. Yeah, and the the list of people who aren't there gets pretty long when you start looking at retired people. So, um, yeah, I agree with you. But looking at the draw as well, it, I've looked at the men's singles and the women's singles. It's looking okay for the Aussies in general. Um, a lot of Aussies coming through wild cards and whatnot, but no one seems to have drawn a, you know, you always have Djokovic play some. He's got to play someone round one and a couple of those absolute, uh, you know, very unfortunate draws. The Aussies look to have been placed quite well in round one. So we, we might see a few of these names coming through round two, round three, round four. Yeah, and, and a couple of them are in pretty good form as well. Um, like Demon Oil, for example, uh, had a really good United Cup and it has a, had a good, um, albeit low-key, preparation here. I kind of like the fact that, that no one's talking about Alex Demon Oil. He can just go about his, his business. But um, he's had a reasonably good uh, draw through until the quarterfinals. I'm just trying to rack my brain. I can't remember who he's going to play. It gets a bit tougher around sort of that stage. He's, he's I think, big name. I think it might be Novak a third or fourth round. Yeah, yeah. So that, that gets tough. Jason Kubler is another guy. I mean, I don't know whether you guys saw him um, in his first round match at um, the Adelaide International. I, I thought John Fitzgerald in the post-match interview was going to wet himself. He, he was just, he, he was just so effusive about how Kubler played. And, and he really did. Like he was, like it was next level tennis that we haven't seen from him. He's a, a kid who has had a, a a tough early career because he's had knee injuries. We haven't seen the best of him, and um, and he's a bit like Tanasi Kokonakis in that in that sense that he's struggled with with injury. They both seem to have got their body right, and in Tanasi's case, his mind right. Um, in more focused, you know, what's happening on the court than what's happening in the crowd, and. I think that, that that's going to be really interesting to see how they progress through as well. You know, Jason Kubler, um, he'll be in action this afternoon on, on Channel 9 against um, Sebastian Bayers from Argentina. So to, to see uh, those guys start well and, and play well, that will also, you know, get everybody on board and, and we can follow them through as well. We know it's a massive tournament. Uh, as far as ticketing is concerned, what do the family and friends ask you, Nick? If what, what would be are they are they asking for the finals tickets, or, or do they want to go and see the special K's in action playing in the doubles? Um, well, I think that's going to be pretty special. I I've, I have been hit up I've, as much for tickets as much for tickets as as my sofa bed where I'm staying. Um, that's that's been a fairly uh, hot commodity as well, but. Um, no, no. There's uh, there's a lot to to like. I, I agree that um, to see Tanasi and, and Nick Kyrgios go through in the doubles again and and go deep into the second week would be would be pretty cool because that just you know that changed the way that uh, the people thought about tennis 
last year. It was um, it was like a rock concert every time they they stepped on the court. So, so that'd be pretty special. I, I actually think there's some um, really good uh, um, athletes in the the women's section to watch as well. I don't know whether you've followed the the progress of Igis Fiontech over the last year, basically since Ash Barty retired. First half of last year, she went on a tear of 37 matches in a row, equaling um, Martina Hingis's record. She was the last person to do that. Steffi Graf, I think, has got a longer streak. But, you know, you have to go back a long time for someone to win that many matches in a row. And then she goes on uh, and wins a couple of Grand Slams. So she's the top seed and, you know, she is just a machine. So looking forward to seeing her in action. And, and Ons Jabur as well, who's the first um, African woman to make it into uh, the top 10, make a Grand Slam final um, from Tunisia. She made two finals last year, lost both of them. Um, so, you know, she might be poised to, to finally break through here as well. So there's some nice stories on the on the women's side. Um, and uh, and I think that'll be a pretty hot ticket as well. So, Nick, uh, uh, just for the listeners who want to watch tennis today, you can do so on free-to-air and stream on stand as well. Correct. Yep, yep. Every match, um, every ball of, of every match on on Stan, uh, it's on Nine, the main channel, and then uh, we're loading up on on Gem as well from 11 o'clock um, right through until the finish. So it it just means that there's more tennis to watch, which is uh, which is a good thing. Seems as though uh, awful lot of work goes into two weeks of an event, doesn't it? <laughs> a lot of work and a lot of fun. I've got to say, Pete. It's um, it's you know when you talk about teams teams events. And you're thinking about on court. There's also a huge team off the court that uh, that managed to put it together, um, and that's that's a lot of the fun. Um, just just hanging out with uh, with that team as well. So yeah, we have a, we have a blast, and and hopefully that comes across on air. That's that's the aim. Good on you, Nick. Thank you so much for your time this morning. We'll catch up with you sometime next week, and you can uh, uh, tell us what you're seeing there in Melbourne. And uh, let Mrs. McArdle know there's nothing underwater about people sleeping on your sofa bed there while you're in Melbourne. <laughs> exactly right. If she doesn't behave herself, she might be there as well. <laughs> Good on you, Nick. See you, Jen.